Hey folks, it's me, Kira. Welcome to another episode of Cosmic Guidance for All. I'm so excited to talk about the week ahead. Um, So this is going to be our weekly forecast for Sunday, May 28th through Saturday. Actually, I think we're going to go all the way to the next Sunday, (laughs) Um, June 4th. So yeah, we're doing Sunday to Sunday. Um, and I'm excited to talk to you about it. Before we get started, just a couple of notes. Um, so really exciting to announce. I was on the um, astrology podcast, the episode for their June forecast. So I'm doing these weeklies, but if you um, are interested in seeing a whole month overview of June, um, check out the astrology podcast hosted by Chris Brennan. This is the third episode I've been on, and it's always such a pleasure. Um, the first time I've been doing a forecast episode with Chris and Austin, Chris and Austin, um, and it's kind of crazy because I I kind of mentioned it on the show, but like I've been watching and listening to Chris's podcast for about a decade now, <laughs> so um, it's just really really cool to be asked to to go on the podcast and hang out with them. So yeah, it was a really fun episode. Um, Heads up, June is pretty chill, (laughs) relatively pretty chill month this year. So it was a good forecast episode. Um, So check that out. I'll link it in the show notes as well. I'm going to do a really quick plug for Jove's House, my membership. Um, We do monthly reading swaps and monthly gatherings where you can meet other astrologers and, you know, just kind of speak the language of astrology with other people who are also nerds. Um, So we do um, a reading swap on the first Sunday of every month. Um, Our next one is going to be June 4th. And then we also do our gatherings on the third Thursday of every month. So our next one is going to be June 15th. And yeah, I'm excited. Um, I'm always excited about them. We always see new faces and it's a fun time. So if you're interested in that at all, it's $11 a month to join Jove's house. Um, keeping it pretty accessible. You can quit whenever it's not, there's no yearly like membership. So it's just month to month. Um, and yeah, you can do that. Come hang out with us for the next reading swap, um, or the next gathering. And you can join just by going to kira.world slash join. Um, you also get access to my, um, you also get access. I just remembered something as I was saying this, I'm like, fuck, I was supposed to do something yesterday and I totally, um, blanked on it, but (laughs) you can get access to, um, my Instagram account as well at Jove's house. And I do, um, like we just hang out there. I do private lives. Sometimes we do, you know, smoke sesh. I realized I was supposed to do one yesterday and it totally, I got into this like really intense work like hole yesterday <laughs> and I just was in there for a few hours and totally forgot everything else I was supposed to do. It's that ADHD life. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, join Joe's house. It's fun. Um, also, I have about five spots left um, for readings in June. So if you're interested in booking a reading with me, um yeah there's a couple spots left there was five spots left like yesterday morning when i checked so i'm not sure how many are left now but um yeah kira.world slash book dash now is how you can 
um, book a reading with me or just go to my website, kira.world, and there's buttons to push. <laughs> That's easy. Uh, makes it easy to get there. Um, lastly, I have been writing uh, monthly horoscopes for Condé Nast Traveler for the past year now. And um, June, the June horoscope is my last one. So if you're interested in reading that, um, go to Condé Nast Traveler. It's women who travel. You can just Google my name, Kira Taborn and Condé Nast Traveler. It'll come up. But yeah, I'm finished writing horoscopes for them. It was really such a pleasure. Um, I'm just really not great at um, writing assignments. My brain is not, doesn't, doesn't like doing them. (laughs) Again, that hashtag ADHD life. Um, but you can read my June horoscope. It was really great. And I especially am grateful for my editor, um, Megan Spirell. She just is really good at what she does. And she's had so much grace, um, towards me over this past year and being late and submitting them all the time. So I'm just really grateful for her and for the opportunity. And, um, yeah, it was, it was great. I'm excited to pass it on to another astrologer who can probably handle it a bit better than I could, but regardless, read your June horoscope. Um, and yeah, also just want to just drop it, drop into the ethers that I'm, um, thinking about planning another retreat sometime in the next year or so with a really cool person who, um, has not been on the podcast, but, if you've taken programs with me, if you've been on the 11th house, you probably know who they are. So um, I'm not going to reveal much more but because we're still very early stages. But just so you know, there's retreats in the future if you're at all interested in um, in that. But I'll drop more info once once it's appropriate. Um, and yeah, for I'm, I'm putting my I'm trying to start doing content. I know it's like whatever, Kira, everyone does content, but and I, yeah, it probably is like, you're probably like, don't you already do that? <laughs> I guess this is content, but I want to start making video content, some short form content, um, of like condensed forecasts basically. So I'm, I'm going to attempt to start that in the next week. So check out my socials. I'm at the astrology on Instagram at cosmic guidance for all on Instagram as well at Kira world on Twitter. And I don't know if I'm going to start TikTok this week. I probably won't, but it's at Kira.World on TikTok if you do want to follow me there. Um, Eventually, I will start posting, but for now, it's just a lot of reposts. Um, Okay. I don't have a lot of time. I need to be at the gym in less than an hour, so (laughs) let's get into it. Let's get into the astrology of this week, um, May 28th through June 4th. So starting off with Sunday... May 28th, um, I'm going to run through, you know, the, the transits and we'll talk a little bit about the day. So 3.46 a.m. Pacific, that's 6.46 Eastern, the sun in Gemini is going to square Saturn in Pisces at 6 degrees, 52 minutes. Um, so that's pretty early on. We have a sun-Saturn square um, later on in the afternoon at 12.12 12 p.m. Pacific, that's 3.12 Eastern. We'll have Virgo moon trine Uranus and Taurus Taurus at 20 degrees um, and then at 519 p.m. Pacific that's 819 Eastern the moon and Virgo will sextile Venus and Cancer um, at 22 degrees and then we'll go void so um, we have a pretty you know full day Sunday it's mainly characterized by 
the sun square Saturn. Um, and just so you know, I'm recording this on Saturday, May 27th, so the day before this is all happening. And as I'm recording this, we actually have um, the moon in Virgo um, opposing Saturn right now and squaring the sun. So it's this really intense um mutable t-square happening it's not that intense it's fine um <laughs> but there's this mutable t-square happening it feels intense for me because it's like pretty much on my ascendant um but i'm excited to sort of lift go lift some weights under this um aspect because it's really good for that but anyway um yeah we have this sun square saturn I think especially for the Leo risings and the people in solar perfections, meaning the sun is their time lord, um, this is probably going to be annoying. It's honestly probably going to be more Saturday night. That's an annoying influence uh, with the sun square Saturn. But once we get into it Sunday, into the day, you should be fine. You should be feeling better. Um, so yeah, my notes for this day, pleasant day. It's pretty chill. Um, it's really good for groceries and shopping and buying stuff that you might need for parties. Um, in the USA, we have a holiday on Monday, the 29th. It's Memorial Day. So, um, yeah, it's typically like a barbecuing beach, you know, gathering type of holiday. Um, so, yeah, a lot of people are, are going to be hosting or, you know, buying things to bring to parties. I'm saying do it on Sunday. Um you can do it on Monday too, but yeah, do it before the moon goes void. I, I'm especially liking Sunday because the moon's going to sextile um, Venus as it goes void. And I just think that's a really lovely aspect, especially for things like buying groceries. We get the earth sign, you know, moon and Virgo. It's great for groceries and um, yeah, same with Venus and Cancer. So I'm really liking this um, Sunday for grocery shopping, any sort of shopping. Um, it's also really good day for like a, a cute brunch, a brunch date, even an evening date, especially if you're going to, you know, start your day before the moon goes void. Um, so again, on the West Coast, that's like, you know, early dinner, five o'clock dinner to like get it started before the moon goes void and to get your food before the moon goes void. Um, so yeah, great for a date, especially you East Coasters. Um, it's great for a watch party, like a cute little watch party. And again, prepping for any sort of um, Memorial Day par parties or celebrations. I don't know if anyone who is at Norwalk right now is going to be listening to this, but Sunday night, um, this feels like a really fun night to end the conference on. So I hope you guys are having a lot of fun. Um, yeah, Sunday. So next we have Monday, May 29th. Again, this is a holiday in um, the USA. So we start off really early, 2.15, sorry, 2.45 a.m. The moon in Virgo is going to oppose Neptune and Pisces at 27 degrees. Um, and then, yeah, so super drifty. I just feel like Sunday night, if you're still up for some reason, if you, you know, have a late night and you're hanging out in the void, um, it's... It's very much a night where, you know, taking some drugs, drinking a little bit too much, like the moon opposing Neptune. Um, it's it's Sunday night, just go to bed, you know? Like, don't try to push a night. <laughs> don't try to make something happen that's not happening. Like, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. 
that's what I'll say about this moon opposite Neptune. At 7.50 a.m. Pacific, that's 10.50 a.m. Eastern, the moon's going to enter Libra. Um, and then pretty shortly after at 8.12 a.m. Um, Pacific, 11.12 Eastern, the moon in Libra will try and Pluto and Aquarius at zero degrees. So again, we have these planets entering signs and then immediately aspecting Pluto, um, which is now at zero. It's about to go back into Capricorn. Um, and then the moon's just kind of drifting through Libra um, for most of the day at 6.21 p.m. Pacific. That's 9.21 p.m. Eastern. The moon in Libra is going to sextile Mars in Leo at five degrees. Um, so that's really the only moon activity you, we have today um, on Monday, the 29th. We have the moon in Libra. It's going to try and Pluto. Well, really early in the morning, it's going to oppose Neptune before it enters Libra, then it's going to try and Pluto and sextile Mars. Pretty simple day. Um, I really like the moon sextile Mars and Leo just for like, you know, energy and action. And especially for this holiday, um, it's great for grilling. It's great for hanging out, but it is kind of like a, it's not like the most exciting day. <laughs> um, so again, we start out pretty void early on in the day. Um, if we're looking at Hellenistic void, like this, um, the void moon will end when Mars is going to sex, sorry, when the moon sextiles Mars later in the evening. So if you're doing Hellenistic, um, you know, definitions for the void moon, it's void pretty much all day until that sextile. Um, yeah. And I just think it's a good day for mental processing, internal processing, talking things out. Um, you know, we have all this air sign energy, it's a great day for partnership and partnering. So, you know, if you if you are hosting a party, you know, making sure you're teaming up with someone, it's just a good day for like one-on-one -on -one type of work and partnering, compromise, um, yeah, teaming up with someone to get something done. Um, what else did I want to say about this? Oh, yeah, maybe I didn't, maybe I wrote this for another day, but, oh, this is for the next day, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I wanted to say something else, but it's for Tuesday. Yeah, again, Monday is a good, it's a good chill day. Um, not, not a lot happening. Tuesday, May, May 30th. Um, first thing at 1238 a.m. Pacific, that's 338 a.m. Eastern. The moon in Libra is going to trine the sun in Gemini. So again, we just have so much like air sign communication, easy to talk things out, easy to, um, yeah, to share your feelings or share your thoughts on things. Easier, I should say. Um, so we get that moon sun trine and then literally like nothing happens for the rest of the day. <laughs> so that's literally, you know, right after midnight on the West Coast, middle of the night on the East Coast, um, almost 4 a.m. on the East Coast, we have the sun moon trine. And then at 7.54 p.m. Pacific, so that's, you know, nearly 8 o'clock p.m. Pacific, 11 o'clock p.m. Eastern, the moon's going to oppose Chiron and Aries. That's it for the day. So, um, yeah, we have pretty, it's pretty voidy, this moon, um, especially in the Hellenistic sense. It's not doing much. Um, and this is our first day back to work after a really like a long weekend in the USA, especially. And I don't come at me. I know people are working, you know, not everyone gets one day off. Um, but generally speaking, this is our back to work. 
Um, and just know it's okay to have a slow start to the day. Like if you're feeling really drifty, if you're feeling like it's really hard to like get started, it makes a lot of sense. The moon's really not doing much. Um, but it is an opening gibbous. It's a waxing moon. So we have this really creative and productive energy. Um, although the moon is void, I think it is a, like, it's good. It's a good day to get some stuff done. Um, it's not the best for initiating new things, initiating new projects, but it's good for building on, you know, what you might've started around the Taurus new moon. Um, and those intentions that you may have set for the Taurus new moon, we can build off of this. It's again, it's giving ease. It's giving just like, you know, um, thinking about like air sign, air sign words. Yeah. I want to say easing grace. And it doesn't mean that you necessarily have to be moving really gracefully, but it's more about the fact that, um, things are flowing and there's not a lot of, um, you know, resistance right now, at least on this Tuesday. Um, so you can get a lot done. It's just not the best day for like sending emails, having important conversations, um, or at least ones where you need like really concrete answers or, you know, directives. It's not the best for that. What it is so good for is prepping emails, um, prep your emails, prep your, you know, communications that you can send tomorrow morning, um, before the moon goes void. And I'll tell you about what's happening Wednesday morning, but prep your emails. You can send them at like 7 a.m. Pacific, 7.30 a.m., 7.50 a.m. before the moon goes void. Um, also, this Tuesday is really good for finishing up convos, um, wrapping up like parts of projects or aspects of a project, wrapping up to move on to the next phase. Um, it's a finishing up type of energy. Um, and that doesn't mean that it's like total completion, but it's, you know, most things, most projects have multiple phases or steps to it. So it's really good about, it's good to like kind of prepare to move on officially to the next step. Um, yeah. Oh, and of course with this moon Chiron opposition, we're getting some awareness of our pain points and some wounding. Um, it doesn't have to be bad or scary. Just know that, you know, that opposition's happening, especially if you're ruled by the moon, if you're cancer rising, um, if you're someone, you know, who's a Libra or Aries rising, you might be feeling the opposition a little bit more. This Tuesday, I think it's just such a good day for therapy. <laughs> um, you know, not everyone can like reschedule their, their therapy to Tuesday, but Monday and Tuesday, but especially Tuesday with the moon, um, applying to post Chiron all day. I think it's really good for therapy. It's really great for coaching, counseling sessions, like being able to be vulnerable and open about your feelings and, um, having, yeah, being, doing that in a safe place to expose that, that, those wounds and those pain points. Um, yeah, but not to scare anyone. It's not like a scary day. (laughs) It's just a good day for talking about your feelings and opening up. Um, yeah, especially when the moon's void, it's, it's good for that. Okay. Wednesday, May 31st. Um, we start out the day 7.53 AM. That's 10.53. Um, Eastern, the moon in Libra will square Venus in Cancer and go void. Um, I love this moon in Libra square Venus in Cancer. I just, um, 
I have a friend who has this in his birth chart and he's the sweetest person and it just it's such a sweet mutual reception you know and I say mutual reception because the moon will be in Libra a sign ruled by Venus Venus is in Cancer a sign ruled by the moon so they are ruling each other as they form the square and um yeah it's a really sweet caring sensitive type of aspect um and it's really good for, for doing you know lunar things or venusian things so i think it's really great for again sending out emails it's great for um yeah any sort of communications conversations it's a little early on the east coast but you know, or sorry, on the West Coast, but especially for those on the East Coast, take advantage of this Moon Square Venus. And yeah, have your email send at this time, 7.50 a.m. Pacific, so that's 10.50 Eastern. You know, it's a good day for that. Um, 4.45 p.m. Pacific, so that's 7.45 Eastern. The Moon is going to go into Scorpio. Um, So yeah, moon's void like all day until this until this moon enters into scorpio so just keep that in mind um it's going to be a drifty day in between these aspects or in between this moon square to venus and the moon entering scorpio and it doesn't really get that much better once it enters scorpio (laughs) um so let's see this okay so immediately after it enters it's going to square pluto um, and then it's going to at a le- like later in the day, eleven o three p.m. Um, Pacific. So that's like two a.m. Eastern. The moon is going to oppose Jupiter and Taurus. That's kind of nice. It's kind of helpful. Um, but then, yeah, about fifteen minutes later, eleven twenty-two p.m. Pacific. So again, two twenty-two Eastern in the morning. The moon in Scorpio is going to conjoin the South Node. Um, so Wednesday is kind of my least favorite day of this week. Um, make your purchases and send your emails before the moon goes void. It's a good aspect. Remember that, that, that moon square Venus, because after that, it's not like things go to shit or anything, but it's like the vibe changes. The vibe absolutely shifts after that. So expect an energy drop when the moon goes into Scorpio, um, the moon is in fall in Scorpio. It's, I like to say, like the moon's least favorite sign to be in, essentially. Um, it's a difficult place for the moon because the moon, Scorpio is a very, um, it's a fixed sign, it's a fixed water sign. It's slow moving. It takes a long time for the moon to process when it's in Scorpio. Um, so don't buy groceries, don't buy plants, don't buy life forms. <laughs> Um, while this, during the Scorpio moon, especially Wednesday, um, try not to overwater your plants. Okay. Like I wouldn't even water my plants on one Wednesday. If I were you, I would wait until the moon enters Sag. If you can, I worry about the potential for overwatering. I worry about the potential for, you know, um, soaking your roots for mold to form. Um, it's just such a, wet damp energy um with this moon in scorpio it's not it can teeter on you know fertile or like over soaked (laughs) 
My note says go to bed early. Go to bed early on Wednesday. There's not much happening Wednesday night. <laughs> go to bed early. Don't overeat or overdrink. Um, and I wrote that because, again, I don't really care. It's not about your body or what you look like. It's about how you feel. I'm someone with pretty bad IBS. <laughs> so this is why I make these notes. Chart ruler in Virgo, what's up? Um, your belly will hurt. I don't want you to get a tummy ache. That's why I say this. Um, especially with drinking or oversaturating yourself. Just try not to. Um, this Wednesday is really good for clearing. It's good for throwing shit away. It's good for flushing shit away, letting stuff go. Um, this also could be very physical if you catch my drift, you know, flushing stuff away, letting stuff go, purging, let not purging as in, you know, I hope you guys know what I mean. Purging things, throwing things out. Um, yeah, just letting, letting things go. Um, take out your trash on Wednesday. Take out your trash Wednesday night. Um, yeah, the moon is hitting the south node at the, her maximum degree of fall. So the moon's hitting like the south node, which is this point having to do with, again, letting go, flushing away, release, purging, all the things. And not only is she hitting the south node, she's hitting the south node in Scorpio, the sign of her fall. But not only that, at three degrees Scorpio, which is the point of maximum fall, the point of maximum depression <laughs> for the moon. Um, yeah, it's it's very temporary, okay? We're talking a couple hours, you know, maybe we can even say, yeah, a couple hours Wednesday night. So you East Coasters especially, like get to bed early, West Coasters too. What I wanted to point out here is like your the Cancer Risings, um, those in lunar perfection, so the moon is your time lord this year. Like, take note of this because the moon being at her, like, pretty much absolute worst <laughs> um, point in the cycle or, you know, in the zodiac right now on the south node, you will probably feel pretty crappy. Um, and again, it's temporary. This is, I'm talking about one night. This isn't like ruining your week or anything like that. But, like, don't go out Wednesday night, especially if you're cancer rising. Like, try not to overdo it physically you're probably not going to feel that great um so stay in you know take care of yourself prepare to take care of yourself you know have things around the house that you like to eat things that make you feel comfortable cozy because thinking about the moon in scorpio especially on the south node especially at its maximum fall comfort is like re really hard to come by especially physically so um yeah take with that take note of that essentially um check in on your cancer rising friends and also check your cancer cancer house you know check the house in your chart um that cancer falls in because we're all experiencing this right it's not just the cancer risings your cancer house is going to um not be so great at that that night basically so if you're a pisces rising like me you might have kids like your kids might not be feeling that great Wednesday night because um, cancer is the fifth house. Or, you know, I would say, like, don't go on a date Wednesday night if you're a Pisces rising. Um, try not to, like, have sex. You know what I mean? Like, these fifth house, don't expect much out of your cancer house on Wednesday night. Um, yeah, and just let it, let it go. Let it flow. 
Also, I'm making so many notes about Wednesday just because it's it's an intense drop in energy. Um, and, you know, I care about you guys. I care about the people in my life. So I want you, I'm just trying to, you know, give warning or heed. Um, the Moon-Jupiter opposition is intense because it's on the nodes. It's happening on the North and South node. So again, just be aware of overdoing things and trying to overcompensate in any, in any sort of way. Um, it's not a good night for a dinner date, not a good night for a dinner or a date, um, is not a good night for, again, spending money on food or going out to eat. I mean, if you need, I mean, most of us need to spend money on food, but I mean, like, don't drop, don't like have this be your splurge night where you like, Oh, I'm going to go to this nice restaurant. Like, don't do it. Wait until the moon is in Satch. <laughs> um, yeah. And, um, yeah, I think I'm, yeah, I made a note for this next day, but in general, like the people who in your life, especially the Taurus Scorpio people, you know, check in on, but the people in your life that are, you know, kind of tend to operate in extremes, they might have some mental health issues, um, where they will oscillate between, between extremes a lot. And I'm thinking about issues like, you know, there's, there's so many different types of issues, um, or, you know, health issues that can, that can affect us mentally. So this Wednesday, Thursday, especially just want us to keep those people in mind, um, maybe check in on them. And if those people are yourself, um, check in with yourself, see what sort of care systems you might need as well as, yeah, just making sure that you can, um, kind of prepare to, check in with people or have the have the support systems that you might typically need in place for this week because it's just again it's not like the worst week ever it's not terrible but just these nodal moon things um it just i just want you guys to be careful and safe um so let's move on to thursday june 1st um 5 11 a.m pacific that's 8 11 a.m eastern the moon in scorpio will square mars and leo at six degrees almost seven degrees it's 659 this is another reason why i'm like wednesday night is not the best because the moon is going to be um applying to square mars the whole time all night it's just not not that cute um a couple minutes later, 5.29 a.m. Pacific, 8.29 Eastern, the moon will trine Saturn and Pisces at 7 degrees. So in this, like, I guess it's 18 minutes, um, this little 20-minute window between the moon squaring Mars and the moon trining um, Saturn, it's malefic enclosure, meaning the moon is just enclosed by malefics. It's moving from one malefic to the next. It's not a cute time. It's just not it's not very fun. It's not terrible, but it's not fun. So again, if you're on the West Coast, I'm hoping you're sleeping in. If you're on the East Coast, try to sleep in. Um, we'll talk a little bit about that in a second. Then 12 hours later, <laughs> 5.43 p.m. Pacific, that's 8.43 Eastern, um, Jupiter and Taurus work, will conjoin the North Node in Taurus at three degrees, um, 37 minutes. And then at 11.52 p.m. Pacific, that's 2.52 a.m. Eastern, the moon in Scorpio will oppose Mercury in Taurus at 17 degrees, 17 minutes. So 
Um, yeah, the moon is just kind of hanging out with the malefics in the morning and then eventually going to oppose Mercury. Um, it's a tough morning. Again, the, the malefic enclosure, it's just a short period, that 20 minute period. But I'm almost saying like, if you can avoid your morning commute during that time, if you can avoid, um, you know, having to eat during that time, I'm thinking about especially the East Coasters where this will be 8, 11 a.m., between 8, 11 and 8, 29 a.m. Um, Eastern. Yeah, you know, it's again, I just don't like it that much. <laughs> um, the moon enclosed by malefics while it's in fall and, uh, you know, hanging out with the South Node. It's just really tiring and draining um, at, for, at the very least. And so, again, if you can avoid having to commute during this time, if you can avoid having to talk to people during this time, <laughs> do it. And if you can't avoid it, just know that it's happening and it will pass. That's it. Um, this morning, this Thursday morning, is giving tummy ache. It's giving bad ache. It's giving bad dreams. It's giving fixating, obsessing, just, you know, ruminating, uh, feeling really like in your head about things, just kind of pissy, you know, um, whether it's mentally or physically. So I'm just giving you a heads up, um, about that energy in the morning. It will pass. I promise. Um, and I wrote, yeah, weirdness on your morning commute. Stay alert. Yeah. I, again, the square to Mars, it's just not that cute. Um, Staler, I'm like, I don't know where, what the weather is like in different parts of the country, but it's giving like standing in the corner and a bus goes by and splashes disgusting rain puddle water all over you. Like that's kind of the energy <laughs> of this Thursday morning. Um, again, this is good energy for things like examining inventory, processing, um, identifying issues within a process. Um, it's really good for that. You're having to take count of things. Yeah, the moon um, opposite Mercury would be good for that, especially physical things with Mercury and Taurus. And yeah, so it's not all bad, but it's not it's not the best. Um, Sag and Pisces risings in particular, Sag and Pisces ascendants, um, also those who are in, um, who have Jupiter as their time lord. Um, it you might feel weird today. You might be on one. And that's because of the Jupiter conjoining the North Node. Um, this, the North Node has this, I like, to, I like to kind of liken it to like a cattle prod. Like it just has this very electric, um, overstimulating type of energy. So this should be a low caffeine day. Um, you really don't need any extra uppers. You probably won't need any extra uppers. Um, but yeah, otherwise you might be feeling really inspired or, um, pulled towards something. The North Node has this way of just sort of like guiding us and pulling us towards something. So the Jupiterians like ex expect this to be kind of a weird day, but especially expecting that feeling of being overstimulated. Um, but yeah, also the feeling of like being aligned or being on a path or just sort of being like, yes, this is where I need to be. You know, that's that's typically what tends to happen when a planet hits the North Node. Um, and again, if you deal with any psychological issues, things like mania, you know, bipolar, all of anything that can, even if you don't, even if you don't, 
just know that this middle of the week, we have a lot of these oppositions. And the, again, the fact that they're happening near the nodes, it just feels really um, extreme. And um, just the potential to kind of go oscillate from one extreme to another. So check on yourselves, check on each other. Um, it's just a type of transit that can sometimes put people over at the edge. So just wanting to put that out there. Things do get better though. <laughs> so Friday, June 2nd. Um, uh, yeah, I want to, I'm excited to talk about this. Okay. Friday, June 2nd on five at 5.09 AM Pacific. That's 8.09 Eastern. Um, the moon will oppose, um, Uranus and Taurus at 20 degrees. So we get a moon Uranus opposition, um, and then things start to chill a little bit after that. So 3.42 p.m. Pacific, so that's 6.42 Eastern. The um, Venus and Cancer will try Neptune and Pisces at 27 degrees. So we have a really lovely Venus-Neptune trine. Exactly two hours later at 5.52, sorry, 5.42 p.m. Pacific, 8.42 Eastern, the Moon and Scorpio will trine Neptune and Pisces. So we get both Venus and the moon trining Neptune um, around the same time. And then just nine minutes later, um, 5.51 p.m. Pacific, that's 8.51 Eastern, the moon in Scorpio will trine Venus in Cancer and go void. Um, pin in here, I'm going to come back to this cute little trine situation after I finish listing the transits of the day. Um, so the moon's going to go void pretty much around like six, a little bit before six, um, Pacific nine Eastern, um, that's PM. And then at 10 03 PM Pacific. So that's like 1 AM Eastern, the moon will enter Sagittarius. Um, and then shortly after six, 10, 16 PM Pacific, that's uh, 116 Eastern AM, sorry, of uh, the moon will sextile Pluto in Aquarius at zero degrees. Um, so I'm excited to talk about this because exactly um, five years ago, June 1st, 2018, I did my first love and money manifestation. Like, um, I wouldn't even call it a ritual. It was like, you know, I made a little altar. I was working in advertising at the time um, at a really big agency. So I made a little altar. Well, the back back story is um, my friend Zamboni Funk, who has been on the podcast before, Tim Zamboni, he mentioned this like really lovely Venus, Neptune, Jupiter trine happening in water signs. And he's like, it's, you know, Venus will be on the midheaven at this particular time. And it'll be Venus hours happening on a Friday, Venus day. And yeah, he's like, you might want to do something with that. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to call in love. Um, <laughs> so I, I booked a conference room so that I could have this space to myself. And I brought a bunch of like crystals and cards and all these items from home and kind of created a little, Venus like altar, I guess. It was my first time ever doing it at the time. Um, and I asked, you know, I think I probably said, maybe I recited the Orphic hymn to Venus. I don't even think I did at this point. I think I was just like, Venus, I would love love and money. And, you know, I was just like universal love, like money, abundance. I didn't really know what the hell I was doing, but I did it at this particular time. 
Again, this was Friday, June 1st, 2018. And it was a very similar configuration as this Friday, June 2nd. So we had the moon, in, um, sorry, Venus in Cancer. Um, we had Jupiter in Scorpio and Neptune in Pisces, and they were forming a grand trine. So the reason I like to tell the story is because the next day I actually made like quite a bit of money doing readings, doing astrology readings at this event. And then right after the event, I was like, oh, I made this money. I'm going to go to my favorite bar and have a drink. And I did. And I met my ex-boyfriend at that bar. Um, <laughs> so um, yeah, I really did manifest that love and money pretty, you know, was it a lot of money? No, it was a couple hundred bucks. It was great at the time. Um, was that man the love of my life? Absolutely not. I'm very happy we're not together anymore. But <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing at the time. And I was just kind of, um, you know, asking for things. I didn't really know exactly what I wanted to ask for. The reason I'm telling this story is because we have such a similar configuration happening this Friday, um, June 2nd, with the moon, Venus, and Neptune. And I think I'm going to try again, um, being a lot more specific this time about what I'm, you know, asking for. And I wanted to offer that to you guys too, specifically between 2.42 p.m. and 5.51 p.m. Um, Pacific. So I looked at the charts in L.A., um, to see if I can like, you know, replicate some of these conditions. Um, so around 3 p.m. in LA at least, and you can look at what the chart looks like in your location, but around 3 p.m. we'll have a Libra rising chart and it's also going to be Venus hour. So Venus day, Venus hour, Venus ruling the ascendant in the 10th house. We'll have the moon trining Venus and Neptune, Venus trining Neptune, really lovely. Um, if you want to do it, slightly more similar to how I did it way back when, five years ago. Um, five, sorry, 4.05 p.m. Pacific, we have Venus conjoined the midheaven, and um, the moon is exactly trying the midheaven too. So that's also a really lovely time. It's just not going to be Venus hour. Um, I'm not your astro magic girly, so I really, you know, I don't know what I'll do. I might do something that whole hour. <laughs> Who knows? But um, yeah, I wanted to offer that to you guys. I think it, I think it can be cute. Um, and overall, outside of that, it's just a very dreamy day. It can be kind of weepy. It's very watery, right? Um, I wrote, it might be interesting. Oh yeah, it might be interesting to work with Venus, especially for the earth and water risings. Um, I think this is better for earth and water risings because it is so watery and earthy and um, it's going to be in, you know, nice houses for you, relational houses, um, instead of, you know, dark houses <laughs> for the, um, fire and air sign risings. But yeah, dreamy day, it's, can be especially indulgent, um, especially when we're talking about fantasy or pleasure. It's a great day for sex. Um, it's very wet and moist. <laughs> it's very connected, a very intimate type of feeling, um, so I wrote, go out and have a date, go out and have a drink, just be aware of any overdoing energy. Also try to get out before the void, before the moon goes void, which would be the 5.51 PM Pacific, 8.51 Eastern. Um, but yeah, it can be really good for a date night, especially the earth and water risings. Um, again, great for sex, great for being intimate, um, connecting, sharing your feelings, all of that. Again, 
don't overdrink or you can't overdrink all that. The only thing I'll say is that, you know, the moon is going to enter Sag at, you know, later in the night. And when it does it, the vibe changes. Okay. We're going from this wet, moist, connected, very emo, very emotional, you know, sort of energy with these water trines. And then when the moon enters Sag, it's immediately, you know, what does it do? It sextiles Pluto and immediately starts to apply to square Saturn. Um, it dries up pretty quickly. So try not to get too swept up or do get too swept up, whatever. Just know that there's a low coming. There's a crash coming, like an emotional sort of drying up um, that happens when the moon shifts into Sag. So it's less the most emotional, but you know, on the flip side, you're seeing the light, you're seeing things more practically, practically, more rationally, um, and more relying on, you know, the beliefs that you hold versus the feelings that you have. So just know that that shift's going to happen, um, between Friday night and Saturday morning. And then once we get to Saturday, June 3rd, um, 10 07 AM Pacific, that's 1 07 PM Eastern, the moon will square Saturn and Pisces at seven degrees. Um, and then at 11.59, so basically noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, the moon and Sag will trine Mars and Leo at eight degrees. Um, and then 8.41 p.m. Pacific, 11.41 p.m. Eastern, the moon will have a Sagittarius full moon. <laughs> the moon will become full. We'll have our Sag full moon on Saturday night. Um, and with that full moon, the moon goes void. I'm excited about Saturday, um, despite the moon square Saturn. So just know that this day tends to start pretty slow, feel pretty slow when the moon is squaring Saturn. Um, so slow start to the day. It, it could be really good for doing hard work though, especially, you know, any sort of physical work, like working out or hiking, going up against some sort of challenge. The moon um, square Saturn might be really good for that, especially if movement is involved because we are talking water signs. I'm sorry, mutable signs. Um, and I love this moon trine Mars. This fire moon and Sag's trine Mars and Leo. We can we get a lot more energy with this. Um, it's just, yeah, the vibe turns up. More enthusiasm. You can get a lot done on Saturday um, between, yeah, with, this moon trine Mars. It's kind of interesting. Again, we have a malefic enclosure. The moon's going to go from squaring Saturn to trining Mars. Similarly, I talked about, I think it was Wednesday or Thursday, we had the moon, you know, going from squaring Mars to trining Saturn. So similar thing here, but the moon's in Sag. It's not in such a difficult place um, like Scorpio. And yeah, it's just a better vibe this Saturday. So um, yeah, the I wrote lots of excitement. We have the fire, but be careful with fire. Be careful with fire. Be careful with flames. <laughs> um, keep an eye on your open flames and don't don't be too reckless, you know. And yeah, we have a Sag full moon. It's it's great for a night out. It's great for dates, especially for the air and fire risings. Um, I'm excited about it. Just get out before the moon goes void and um, have a fun night. Full moons are like peak energy, right? So you can expect it's really great for like gatherings and like going out to the club, doing things where you want the energy to be really high. Um, do I have time to do these to do Sunday? Yeah, I do. Okay. <laughs> Sunday, June 4th. Um, yeah, I'm really 
I'm really excited about Saturday the 3rd. I'm going to go see a movie. I'm going to go see Into the Spider-Verse, which is obviously I'm not sponsored by this, but <laughs> I don't know why I had to say that. It releases, um, I think, on the 2nd, Friday the 2nd, that weekend. So I love I love the first one, Into the Spider-Verse, Spidey-Verse, Spider-Verse, whatever. I'm excited to see the next one. Um, okay, Sunday, June 4th. Let's wrap this up so I can get to the gym. Um, 6, 11 a.m. Pacific, that's 9, 11 Eastern. The moon will trine Chiron and Aries, whatever. I mean, that's not whatever, but I don't, I don't know why I put this in here. I don't like to talk about, um, Chiron trines. <laughs> um, 12, 49 p.m. Pacific, that's 3, 49 p.m. Eastern. Mercury in Taurus is going to conjoin Uranus and Taurus at 20 degrees. Um, so that's a pretty big aspect. Finishing out the Mercury retrograde, leaving its shadow. It started out the retrograde in a pretty close conjunction to Uranus. So it's finally finishing that up. Um, 8.23 p.m. Pacific, that's 11.23 Eastern. The moon and Sag will square Neptune and Pisces. So again, um, the moon's still void. It went void with the full moon Saturday night, Sunday, void all day. It's only aspecting non-visible planets. Um, so yeah, my notes for Sunday, the moon's void all day, homie, relax, rest, recuperate, heal. I'm assuming a lot of us are going to have a really fun Saturday night with the Sag full moon, um, or at least a really active Saturday night, like use Sunday to rest, recuperate, chill, um, get your groceries on, you know, whatever days I said, good groceries. I'll, I'll run through that in a second, (laughs) but, um, have stuff ready and around for you Sunday. So you don't have to like get up and go do things. Um, again, you you could be pretty overstimulated on Sunday, especially the Gemini and Virgo risings and people who are in Mercury ruled perfections because that Mercury Uranus conjunction is, it's just pretty, um, it's a lot, (laughs) it's overstimulating. Um, but yeah, overall it can kind of feel like a, confusing day. You might feel a little foggy. You might feel a little off, especially with the moon squaring Neptune. You know, it's just, it's not, um, it's a day to rest and like smoke a lot of weed and relax. Um, it's not a day to like try to knock off a million, you know, to-do list tasks and, you know, all of your, don't save your, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Your errands for Sunday. You're not going to want to do anything Sunday. Don't shop, don't buy groceries, don't spend a lot of money on food. Just eat what's in the house or order your regular takeout. Um, I was I ordered food a couple times yesterday while the moon was void and like I got like a matcha latte instead of a dandy latte that I ordered and then what else happened? Oh yeah, I ordered this is after the moon was in void actually, but regardless, I ordered um salmon like well done and it came like extremely undercooked (laughs) you know things like that will happen when the moon's void um so yeah just chill out it's also a day you might potentially receive some news with mercury um uranus conjunction but regardless chill out on sunday um and listen to the next episode of this podcast because i'm going to put it out next sunday (laughs) um overall my notes for the week pretty productive week, pretty chill week overall besides, you know, Wednesday and and 
a little bit Thursday. So I wrote Wednesday is probably the toughest day energy wise, um, but it gets better throughout Thursday. So Wednesday is our kind of, you know, relatively shit day. Um, our shopping day. So that that's like groceries and any sort of shopping that you need to do, like spending that you need to do. I like Monday. I like Friday. Um, and I like this Sunday, Sunday the 28th before the moon goes void. Um, not Sunday the, the 4th, Sunday the 28th. And then Monday or Friday. Those are our, our shopping days, our grocery days. Um, our meetings, the days for the, the best days for meetings. Monday, Thursday, and Friday. Friday is especially good for anything creative or intimate um, meeting-wise. And then our best nights. We have Monday night, Tuesday night, and Thursday night are definitely our best nights. Um, for the weekend, Thursday is okay. It's not the best. Um, Friday is great. It could be a little too emo for some people, a little too wet, sticky um, for some people, especially our our um, fire and air folks. But um, otherwise, especially our watery friends like me, I'm sure you'll love it. Um, Saturday is a great day, um, especially after that moon Saturn square. It's a great day. It's a great night, especially, yeah, after that square. And then Sunday is our day to rest and recuperate. It's a all day void. Um, yeah. And lastly, I wrote good days for planting. If we have any gardeners or anything out here, anything like that here, Friday is our planting day. We love Friday. Again, it's very moist. It's very wet. Just don't overdo it with the moisture. Okay, I got it done in time. I can like run to the gym. I have a an appointment with my trainer. So um, yeah, that's why I'm like kind of rushing through this. Um, but... I hope that was helpful. Again, I'm trying my best to be more regular with this. So expect these every Sunday. I'm not traveling for a while. I was traveling for the past uh, month. So that's why it's been a little inconsistent, but I'm excited to get back at it. I'm going to put my, um, I'm going to try out doing some short form, form video content. We'll see how that goes. And yeah, besides that, I hope you have a lovely week. Um, you know, like, share, subscribe, all the things, especially share. I, if you, if you find this helpful, share it with someone that you think would also find it helpful. My goal with these is to just like provide you guys with like the most useful information I can, the most practical information I can when it comes to, you know, forecasting this week. Um, so yeah, share it with some folks and, um, thanks for tuning in. Love you guys. Talk to you soon.